Welcome to the ITAM Review Podcast, news, reviews and resources for ITAM, SAM and software licensing professionals. Hi everyone, welcome to this special edition of the ITAM Review Podcast, where we're talking all about our excellence awards. And joining me for this session, I've got two industry titans i think it's it's fair to say i'm sure you'll be familiar with with both of them i've got uh neil frodsham who is global director of itam services at shi hi neil hi rich great to have you and alongside neil i have got rebecca horton she is managing director of global product services at usu hi rebecca hi rich Excellent. So thank you both very much for joining me. Uh, as I say, this podcast, we're, we're looking at the, the ITAM Review Excellence Awards and uh, some of the, the associated things with that. So to start with, we, we did the awards November 2022, and both SHI and USU very kindly sponsored uh, some of the, the awards that, that we had there. So we'll kind of touch on why why you sponsored the awards that you did in, in a little minute. But I thought, first of all, the, the best place to start is generally the concept of awards in, you know, in the ITAM industry. Um, you know, we've been doing them for, oh, I think seven, seven or eight years now. Of course, we had a, a gap because of COVID. So we, we lasted them in 2018 and then again, 2022. So it was, it was great to be back. Uh, you know, we had, we had a great time, but, you know, as sort of, um, you know, people that have been in the industry and, you know, seen all sorts of things, it'd be interesting to get your take on the idea of awards in, in the ITAM industry, you know, and, and the purposes that they serve. So um, who wants to, to take that one first? I'll let you choose. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Rebecca, I'll let you go first. <laughs> sure. I mean, I think for me personally, you know, given my background and how I ended up in this industry, which was a crazy ride of of, of careers, um, and now it's been 15 years. But I think for me, it's I, I, what I love about the awards is that it gives everybody in the industry the opportunity to celebrate each other. But it also... Uh, highlights and, and it, it raises awareness about our industry it's still relatively um small you know we we always joke we're a small community um and we are we are still a pretty small community it's growing year by year which is so exciting and it, it really um it amazes me but we're still relatively small um so i love the fact that we get to celebrate each other we get an excuse to get dressed up and get together but also it allows us to um, raise awareness about what is iTunes? You know, what do we do? Why is it cool? Um, so yeah, that that's sort of what, what I um, feel about the awards. I think they're great. Cool, excellent, thank you. Uh, Neil? Yeah, I think, I think I agree with everything that Rebecca just said, but, I, but I'd add a few other elements. You know, I agree completely that um, the recognition 
the of the great work and the important work that the teams out there do, whether that is in individual organizations, whether that is technology providers innovating new solutions, or whether that's service providers like like ourselves, you know, bringing people to to support um, companies. That it's really imperative we show the great work. It's only through you know work that people innovate or try something new and you know have a different use case that perhaps promote ideas for for people to think about how does that apply in their organization and and how can they do that and it, and this is a great opportunity to bring through you know knowledge experiences sharing um of the strides that people make in the industry and perhaps most importantly as well rich you know in in you know introduce new people to the industry as well. I think that's really critical for, for the long-term growth of this as an industry. If we don't bring the talent through, then actually th that's going to make expansion of the industry and the influence that we we make. And, and of course, there's so many different use cases for the data that we are custodians of, whether that is cyber security, sustainability, um, you know, traditional licensing innovation or using technology in a different way. So from from those angles, celebrating those successes and, you know, bringing people we've all known over the years together and getting an opportunity to say hi uh, events is is critical as well. Excellent. L lots of great points from, from both of you that, that I definitely agree with. I, I think, um, you know, Rebecca, you mentioned about bringing you know, different people together you know and we, we had at the awards in november we had people from from the us uh so i think we had people from turkey the netherlands yeah. UK, obviously and it was nice to see that more international um contingent and something that we want to to, to grow more because you know itam is is global mm -hmm. um and and you know and we had people there that have been doing ITAM for longer than they would care to admit. And, you know, we had people that had been, I think a couple of people, you know, it was like their second week in the job or, or something, you know, it was yeah. a really nice mix. Um, so, so we, yeah, and we saw, you know, Neil, you, you were talking about the different things that you can do with the data. We saw in the award submissions this year, I would say a, a wider than ever spread of, you know, when people are saying this is the project we've done, you know, there, there was sustainability, there was security, there was you know, CMDB, there was audits, there were SaaS, cloud. It was a really wide uh, range. And I think I think that, you know, for when we talk about executive buy-in and, you know, talking to your, your business about what you do as uh, an ITAM pra practitioner, I think maybe, hopefully, you know, if you can show them, you know, you know this award ceremony these are the different projects different categories it maybe helps to to demonstrate the the depth and the breadth of, of itam and that it's not just as i many years ago thought it's not just counting how many copies of office you've got and counting <laughs> how many computers you've got and making sure it's the same number yeah. um, I, i've moved on since then um, but I think, you know, there is, as you both said, you know, there is a, a still an element of needing to to grow the industry and, and grow the awareness of, of what we all do. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, so, it, I mean, you know, 
pleased that you both find value in in the awards. That's a great start to this podcast. Would have been uh, would have been awkward otherwise. Uh, so, so thanks for that. Um, but then Neil, your point moved moves us quite nicely in, into one of the other bits I wanted to cover, which was around you know the why did your respective companies sponsor the awards that, that you did. Um, so, so Neil, SHI sponsored the the Rising Star Awards, which is focused on you know people who are new to ITAM um, and, and uh, you know uh, nominated either by themselves, colleagues, partners, etc. So what was it about that award in particular that that you know drew your eye, as it were? And I think it, it's it's great that we can celebrate any awards in the industry so i think that's the first point you know but from from a rising star perspective the importance of that to us is really about celebrating new talent challenging themselves coming into the industry taking on new things and um really trying to um you know encourage that openness of people that there's great careers in this industry you know, Rebecca, you, me, we we've we spent a long time. Let's not add up how long we've been in this industry together. <laughs> That'll be to a higher number. But from from that perspective, we've all had great careers, and there's plenty more great careers out there. And the opportunity for people to get a start, get recognized, and and to continue their personal development from that is something that's really close to our heart. You know, Rich, we spoke about at length. We we've got a great program of training people and bringing people new to the industry training them in absolutely every aspect of this career whether that is gaining some product management or project management experience right through all the traditional stuff like licensing and engineering and SaaS and you know cost optimization and all of those aspects so so we've got a really great program that we do I'd love to inspire other organizations to do similar things and, and to train the talent of tomorrow. The easy way is to hire a recruiter and go steal someone else's talent, right? So <laughs> the the harder way, and actually the essential way that needs to happen in the industry is to celebrate the new folks coming in, whether that is in customer organizations who've you know trailblazed something new that, that their organization's never done before, or, or whether it's someone coming out of a completely different career and restarting mid-career, if that makes sense, and cross-training and, you know, moving moving to a completely new discipline that this is. There's great careers, and it's a really successful aspect. And if we can encourage college grads or things, you know, Rich, we spoke about this at length, to be inspired to, um, you know, take on new challenges, then I think we're setting the business up to be there a lot longer than perhaps we're in the industry. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that that's a kind of a, a key thing that, you know, the, the industry, you know, there are some really, really great people in the industry at the minute, but they, they can't be here forever. And if, if we don't replace them and, and, you know, add more people the there does come a problem at, at some point um and i i always usually end up falling back into football based analogies you know it's very much the kind of youth player system you know you there's, there's something it's something like that you know every million youth players you know 
87 of them play in the Premier League or something. So, you know, you, you really need to have a wide net. And I think, yeah, programmes like the one that SHI are running, you know, I think if there are more of those, if that proliferates around, then that can only be a good thing for everyone. Um, and, and you know, Re- Rebecca, I know, you know, you mentioned about your various careers before you, you kind of got here. And I think, I think pretty much all of us have got that same story. Mm. But in the future, I think it would be nice. Uh, you know, it'd be nice if there were people who left school and said, you know, what, I'm going to I'm going to go to uni or I'm going to do this course because I want to be an IT asset manager or yeah. that manager, because then, you know, they'd, they'd get in the industry 10 years sooner. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, you know, that that would be a a positive thing for for everyone um so rebecca what are your your thoughts on getting you know newer people into the industry faster yeah i mean programs like shi have is amazing right that is uh like neil said vital to getting uh people in and as well as also giving them you know that exposure to all those different programs just because you get into IT asset management or SAM doesn't mean you're just on one track, right? You're not just on the learn how to manage your licenses track. There's so many different places that you can go. And I think opening up people's eyes to, to, to see the variety of skills that you can bring to apply to IT asset management, whether you're, you know, a, a super geek about data and you're like deep into the analysis or whether you're, you know, into sales, right? Or whether you're into business consulting and advisory, you know, there's so many different ways that you can bring a skill set and apply it to IT asset management. And so I would love for people to, you know, uh, wake up one day and go, hey, I want to be an IT asset manager, you know, at, at 10 or 15 or, or whatever age they are when they start thinking about that. Um, I think that would be absolutely amazing. And and having those types of programs like SHI has is really, really vital to doing that. So well done to SHI for that. Thank you. Completely agree. Yeah. And then, you know, hopefully, you know, the, the Rising Star Awards, you know, will become a, a, a bit of a beacon for, for those new entrants that, you know, it, it's a, an industry recognized thing. It's worth putting that little bit of effort in or, you know, getting yourself nominated. Because, you know, as we always say at the awards, even just being nominated is, is achievement in itself. Yeah. So I think it's it's nice, you know, to, for newer people. Because sometimes, you know, whenever you've been new to an industry and you look at other people that have been doing it and you mm-hmm. think, well, I'm never going to be as, you know, as proficient as them or as as well known as them so it's I think the rising star award is nice to give yeah. people that bit of recognition you know early doors within in their first year or two yeah so so yeah I think it'd be nice you know and what what I want to do is over time you know you know kind of look who won it in 2022 and then you know in in 2035 we can look back yeah. and go, you know where are they now oh you know they're uh, yeah. so that would be you know interesting um yeah. so <laughs> i think rich just just to add i think it would be really great as we go through this year and people start to think about whether they want to nominate themselves or get nominated by others to think of some of the edge cases of 
asset management and, and software asset management and some of the new use cases and how that's being used in the industry today because some of those new thought-provoking areas actually even the people who've been doing this for 20 years um you know are not that experienced in because they're new use cases so i think from an encouragement to people to bring forward some of the things they've been doing uh, i i think they should be giving great you know insight from from the judging panels so you know there's going to be some new innovations whether that's sas usage and some of the work that people have been specializing in there's bin ops of course sustainability you know or even using ai and machine learning in in different ways you know i suspect there's lots of folks out there who are doing some really cool stuff that I think as an industry, we want to hear and, and celebrate their success and get them into that nomination aspect as we go through this year. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, I think, you know, we, we've got, you know, some of the other awards, so, you know, technology, in, you know, innovation of the year, project of the year, all those kind of things you mentioned there, Neil, you know, people should definitely be, be thinking about it. You know, I mean, those those are the kind of item skills and projects and things of, of the future so so certainly for the the rising star you know th that's where they're going to be able to to set themselves apart a little bit um and you make a good point as well it's a question we get asked quite a lot that people can absolutely nominate themselves you know if you if you think you've done something worthwhile you know nominate yourself don't wait for someone else to do it um so so yeah i think um, I think absolutely. What are we now? You know, this will be going out kind of mid-March, so we'll be sort of eight months away from the awards. Um, you know, maybe six, six or seven months from from the judging being done. So it's not that long, really. You know, for people listening to us now, think about you know what have you done in the last six or twelve months? What are you doing right now? Um, and and yeah, you know, get get submitting those nominations once you can. Um, so I think yes, yeah, so, you know, for the for the rising star, you know, attracting new people um, and bringing them in, you know, absolutely key. And then, I suppose, you know, a, a sort of award progression path. You know, once you've won the the rising star, you know, give it a couple of years, and then you can win the professional of the year, uh, which is the the award that USU sponsored. Um, so, so Rebecca, what what are your thoughts on on sponsoring that Professional of the Year award, and and you know the the reasons behind that? Yeah, I think you know the Professional of the Year uh, for me personally is something a that I aspire to. Um, one of these days, I'll, I'll win an award. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think you know we've at USU we've got the honor of working with some really really big companies and and typically these are companies that have been doing this for a long time right they're they've got you know hundreds of thousands of assets in some cases um and so I think you know when you become when you move into that phase of your career where you really are calling yourself a professional you're an expert you've um you've not just mastered something but actually you're now starting to transform uh, a program in some way and, and do some of those really cool things that Neil was talking about. You know, those are the types of activities that I really get excited about is, is once you've moved beyond kind of traditional SAM and IT asset management, and you're really moving into sort of those bleeding edge areas where 
You can take that data, take that information, take that knowledge. You can really have an impact, not just on IT asset management, not even just on technology, right? You know, on the IT function, but actually you can facilitate and support the business, right? And that's for me where the, the, the professional designation and the award associated with that, those are the people that are really looking big picture and they're looking at supporting the business uh, and business initiatives with the, the data, the information, the processes, the governance, the, the, all, of, all of the stuff that we bring to the table um, in ITAM and, and really uh, becoming integral to the business, not just to, to cost cutting or, or finance or, or even IT. So for me, that's, that was the really exciting uh, bit. Very much agree. Certainly, uh, the, the bit about becoming integral to the business—that that's something that I think we're all, you know, trying to to, to get a hundred percent across the board with, with ITAM. That you know, it it you wouldn't have, you know, I've said it before. You know, you, you wouldn't have a business without a finance department or without a security team. Why would you have a business without ITAM? And and yeah, you know, the some of the projects that, that we see people submitting for the awards, you know, the the things that they're doing, the reasons they're doing them, the impact they're having are, you know, absolutely amazing. And and you know, sometimes it's a shame that you can only give one award, you know. So so it is it is nice to see. And, and hopefully, you know, because ITAM can be quite a lonely profession sometimes, you know, the many people will be in, you know, they'll just be them in the role or, you know, one or yeah. two. So it, it can be hard to know, you know, how to benchmark, you know, am I doing an absolutely amazing job? Uh, you know, I think most people default to thinking they're not doing as well as they should be. Mm. Um, that's never the case, it turns out. But, you know, the awards, professional of the year, hopefully it's, it's a, a way of helping people, you know, come together physically, but also uh, even for the people that can't join us, you know, seeing, right, you know, that's the kind of thing that award winners are doing. That's what I should mm -hmm. be doing. or that's what I am doing. I'm going in the right direction, etc. Mm -hmm. Um. So, so Neil, do you see the sort of professional of the year award almost as the, you know, the continuation of the, the new starter award, do you think? I, th I think I'd love to see some of the people, as we, we spoke about earlier, coming through and, you know, showcasing their talents over an extended period. And I think there's so many people making an impact out there. So like, like you said earlier, Rich, to even get on the nominations, wow, right? What, what an accolade for you as an individual to, to be recognised. And um, but, it, but I think it's really important that people get out there in the industry and celebrate the different things they're doing to raise their personal profiles, you know, whether that is attending Wisdom or, you know, some of the conferences or other industry events that talk about their experience and mm. mentorship and supporting other people who are who are coming through. It's really valuable to um, be out there talking about what you're doing um, because that will... Um, you know, help other people to develop. It'll help other people to think about where they're going. And I think those folks at the top who do some really cool things really deserve the awards that they walk away from and at the end of the years. And and I think it is a shame that we don't get to celebrate everyone 
who's nominated and there's probably you know hundreds others below that who don't make the grade but if you don't make it this year you know resubmit the following year you know that keep, keep plugging away at it because um i think that recognition and making sure you're understood about what's unique about your organization or the problem you solved or the experiences you bring brought to the industry, I think are unique. And, uh, and I think from that perspective, it's great to be able to celebrate them together. And uh, as Rebecca said, get dressed up. We don't get polished in together very often <laughs> these days, do we? So, uh, so get it, get it, get in together and really celebrating that success is is great to see yeah yeah i think if i think you, that, sorry go on rebecca sorry i was just gonna say neil you you touched on such an important uh, topic there which is mentorship um i wouldn't be where i am today without the people who have been so generous with their time and their knowledge and and i think the awards is a great way to extend your network meet new yeah. people and talk to people and, and just say hey you know can i can I steal you for an hour once a month just to bounce ideas off of learn from, you know, um, and, and just talk about uh, challenges, talk about, um, uh, you know, ways that they can approach problems that they've got in, in, in different ways from different points of view from people who are new. You know, new people often have lots of really cool ideas. So even those of us that are kind of the dinosaurs in the industry, we can <laughs> learn from new people, right? Um, so I think events like this in general are great for extending your network, finding mentors, um, and, and just learning new stuff and, and thinking about things in a different way. So, yeah, I think that the mentorship piece as well is really important. Completely agree with that. I mean, you know, we see we, with our wisdom events, you know, there'll be people who, uh, you know, as Neil says, you know, at the real top of the game kind of thing, there'll be people, it's their first ITAM job. And we we do try and you know get them together um, over a coffee or something, and and you can see you know something that seems like an insurmountable problem the first time you come up against it. When you talk to someone who's like, oh yeah, you know I've I've bought twelve different tools in my career. Let me tell you what I've learned. You know those kind of conversations, and we saw at the awards, and I'm I'm, sure, I'm this may well have happened with Neil as well that. There were people there that you've spoken to, especially over COVID, you know, online. You see them a lot, you speak to them a lot, but you've you've maybe never actually met them or you know, or, or not for many years. And and we could see, I could see some of that, you know, and we had, like I say, people in from from Australia, from from Eastern Europe. So it was it was nice and, and it is. I, I think there are there's always some kind of lasting connection or relationship that, that comes out of any item get together um so so yeah i think you know from our perspective you know the more people who who get nominated who, who come to the ceremonies you know i think it, it's good for for everyone really um yeah. and and yeah you know we, we'd love i mean it's hard enough choosing between the the people i know the judging panel you know struggled on a couple of the awards this year um so that said, I would like them to struggle even more in in the future. You know, more more nominations, more great things. Uh, and I think having 
organizations like yourselves you know in, involved and, and sponsoring the awards and you know shi you know you, you brought uh, some of your team along neil and you know usu were there and it, yeah. it's it's great to to have that support so so yeah you know hopefully for for 2023 um which i still can't quite believe that <laughs> that's what year it is but the for the awards this year you know hopefully it'll be kind of bigger and better than than before um you know i'll have to uh, remember how to tie a bow tie i couldn't do that this year i had to get I had to get third party support for that um <laughs> but but yeah you know it, it it was great to have everyone together and you know it was great to have like as i say the support of usu and shi um so i think you know as i said at the start you know we we could between us we could spend quite a while uh, talking about the ins and outs of, uh, of the industry. I think we, we should probably leave it there. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to put you on the spot slightly, each of you, and just ask you, you know, for people listening who are thinking about nominating themselves or, or you know, could I win an award, etc. sort of, you know, one, one bit of advice that you would give them for, uh, for, for what they should do to, to get themselves awards ready, as it were. Uh, so I'll, I'll come to you first, Rebecca. Oh, uh, so I would say uh, think outside the box, definitely. Um, again, IT asset management is so broad now and it can support the business in so, so many different ways. Don't just think about, oh, how much money have I saved? Really think about what was the business impact that I had, right? You might have been able, with with the data that you have, been able to support um, security or even mergers and acquisitions um, was one that was really interesting once. Um, there's there's so many ways in which IT asset management can have a business impact. And it's not just about saving money. So think creatively, think about impact, um, think about um, bleeding edge uh, technology, you know, uh, how it's being applied in those areas. Um, and just because it's close to my heart is think open source, because that's a weird <laughs> one that not a lot of people think of yet. So think, don't be afraid to think, oh, what have I done with regards to managing open source, not just traditional licenses? Nice. I like it. I, I thought I was I was worried that you were going to go the whole thing and not mention open source. So <laughs> I'm, I'm pleased we managed to, to get it in there at the end. Um, but yeah, no, it's great advice. I think, yeah, be, being creative and, and looking at the business impact for sure. Um, Neil, what, what are your your thoughts and advice? I think there's a couple of things. And, you know, I, I'm going to put an offer out there generally, and I'm sure Rebecca would, would match it and several others, that if you want some guidance and support for how to, you know, get your message out there and how to self-promote, I'm going to call it, reach out for a little bit of mentorship. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's many of us out there will help try and guide you to ensure that you can put yourself forward for awards and that will be recognised and celebrated from, from that perspective. As you said, Rich, we can't guarantee people will win, right? But getting yourself in the mix and getting used to that and, and doing a little bit of self-promotion, you know, please reach out. We'll, we'll, we'll try and help. Um, I think for me, think the edge use cases, you know, Rebecca just spoke about open source. You know, I spent all day yesterday on an IEMA environmental sustainability course, believe it or not. So yeah, uh, and, and actually taking accreditations and exams in, in something new. 
um, that I've not done before that, you know, is is new and, and interesting in the market from that perspective. And actually, I came off that course thinking slightly differently from things that I'd done before. So, you know, there's plenty of education methods, even if you've been doing this a long time or you're just stuck in, you know, your, your numbers or your day to day, you know, think about those use cases of how you can impact your business in a really positive way. And um, when, when you go out and learn and be inquisitive and, you know, delve into things that you perhaps are not as familiar with before, surprising things come out of it. So, you know, that'd be my encouragement to to think about those different use cases that you're not doing day to day. How are you solving some of those challenges that other people are facing in in the marketplace and get out there, do some training and, you know, perhaps you'll think a little bit differently uh, as, as I did yesterday as a result. I really like that. I mean, I think, you know, yeah, you know, never stop learning. You know, it's great advice in in general for, for life, that really. But but I think, you know, for the awards, you know, it's, I think, you know, you've both kind of said, you know, look at the, the edge cases, think outside the box. So I guess, you know, for, for people, if you look at what you're doing and that doesn't really work, if you're not, doing anything creative you're not thinking outside the box maybe this is an opportunity to to think to yourself you know what what could i do how you know maybe you know looking ahead to the to next year you know what can i start now that will will set me up for for 2024 Uh, because it is as you alluded to neil it is easy to get kind of trapped almost in the the day-to-day you know you, you need to do these reports and you've got this and that goes there and then you have to update this and then it's time to renew your agreements and <laughs> and you know before you know it you know it, it's it's christmas break and and you're, you're into next year already so so you know maybe use this podcast the, the awards as an opportunity to take a little step back and you know right you know what what am I doing that I could nominate for an award? And if I'm not doing anything, how can I change that? Because mm-hmm. everyone's got it in them. Everyone, you know, has the potential, the opportunity. It's just really, do you do you have the time? Uh, and I think as well as, as you've both said, the, the mentorship of, you know, just having someone that you can, you know, bounce an idea off or, you know, they, they can tweak your plan slightly and then it, it starts to work. I think yeah, you know that I've I've got a feeling you might find your uh, your LinkedIn pinging non-stop after that uh, that offer, Neil. But um, I, you know, and as you say, I, I think I think Rebecca, you would I'm sure you would be more than happy for people absolutely to, to get in touch. Yeah. You know, I, I would item review in general, and you know m- maybe we'll we'll start a little little movement off the back of this and um, and see who else wants to get involved. But I, I think. Yeah, you know, for for the rising star, the sales professional for, for any of the awards, I think talking to people like Neil and Rebecca can only be a good thing. Um, so so yeah, you know, they, they've said it, it's going to be published on the internet. Take advantage of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think, Rich, you know, some, some people might not even realize that what they're doing is really great. Sometimes yeah. that's transforming a really small company. Sometimes it's taken on a behemoth task to, yeah. you know, revolutionize and, and change how an organization's operating. All of those things are really challenging, right? Yeah. You know, the first time you do something, 
is difficult celebrate it tell us about it you know let come to come to some of the conferences come and chat to um some of the people around the industry and we'll help you um to to support you know getting your visibility in into what you guys are, are doing and um, and of course, let, let's generally, and perhaps one of the parting comments is some organizations don't allow people to celebrate their success, right? That confidentiality aspect is is in there. So I think, Rich, we should uh, we should raise a glass to all of those folks in the future who can't join the awards and can't celebrate just because of the way their organizations are structured. And I think there should be a general celebration of everyone who's in this industry and uh, and supporting its general awareness and the progress that they're making. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. If it, if it wasn't ten to four in the afternoon, I, I would I would raise a glass or something to that. But um, it's probably probably a bit early. Um, but no, I, I think great sentiment and and yeah, you know, ev everyone is doing something that, that's worthy of recognition one way or the other for sure. Um, so so yeah, you know for. For us at ITAM Review, you know, hopefully the when the awards submissions go up for, for this year, you know, we're expecting to be inundated. You know, we would rather have too many nominations than, than not enough. So, you know, if you're not sure, you know, does it count? Is it good enough? Submit it anyway, you know, and, and let let the judging panel decide. You know, don't don't sort of judge yourself down before you before you get there um and you know hopefully yeah uh we'll we'll all get the chance to to, to catch up then you know and we'll have uh, another great night um but you know thank you thank you neil and rebecca for your time on this podcast thank you shi and usu for your you know your, your partnership with the awards um it's been great speaking to you both as always uh, some really great insights from you both and once you know once the pod, pod once the podcast is published and it's live as i say i'm, I'm sure you'll you'll have people reaching out to you um so yeah thank you both very much thank you rich yes yeah. been great